Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I'm backstage with the man behind St. Lucia. Hey, I'm, I'm Jean from St. Lucia. and um... I stopped him because he was going to tell a really interesting story about his day, and I wanted to get it recorded, so go. The story I was going to tell is it's not that interesting, but it's... Um... You know, it's one of those classic stressful moments on the road where everything's going great. And then, um, you know, about two shows ago, one of our main synths, the the synth that Nikki uses to play all the bass synth stuff, just started going completely haywire and both oscillators were just fluctuating everywhere. For the yesterday's show in Portland, we borrowed a synth from um, from Andre from the RAC, um, his like prized uh, Minimum Voyager XL. So you borrowed a synth from Andre from RAC. He's yeah. a remixer and solo artist in his own right. A yeah. lot of people might know who he is. What favor will you need to do in return for that favor? Probably a lot of things I can't talk about, but um, at least uh, last night we just, you know, gave him a bunch of drinks, um, got him into the show. You know, we were just nice. You know, there's there's a nice vibe between all 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 of us sort of contemporary musicians. We help each other out if we can. Awesome. So how about we hear a St. Lucia song now? Sure. Go ahead. All right. Let's play one. Hey, I'm Jean Grobler from St. Lucia, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. We're not doing the Philippe? Is that not what you're doing? No, I can. Um, It's up to you. I I feel bad because I've been calling you that the whole interview. Hey, I'm Jean Philippe from St. Lucia, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.
Jean-Philippe from St. Lucia, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard September by a band called St. Lucia. I've got the man behind the band sitting here with me backstage. How would you like to tell everybody a little bit about the song September that we just heard? Uh, well, September was kind of like, you know, I've, I've been developing St. Lucia for a bunch of years. I think anyone who knows St. Lucia thinks of St. Lucia as this very tropical, uplifting, kind of happy, slight, slightly nostalgic, me- melancholy project. And it was sort of the first song after releasing the EP where it felt kind of a bit darker and a bit more exploratory and a bit kind of more patience testing and long form. So, you know, when I wrote it, I was very excited about it because I felt like it showed a different side to what I like to do because I've never wanted to be pigeonholed into, you know, St. Lucia is just this, like, happy guy or this happy band. I've always wanted to kind of try and do a lot of different things and challenge myself, and that song was um, was kind of a new a step in a new direction for me. I've got to warn everybody that we are backstage, so all sorts of people are going to be running in and out of this interview. Let's just try to keep... The chaos organized a little bit. So, I'll continue. Jean-Philippe, you, as a kid, toured the world in a children's choir from the ages of 10 to 15. I would love you to tell a story that exposes the seamy underbelly of children's <laughs> choirs. Um, oh, man. I mean, you know, we, uh, we did a bunch of international tours. We... Um, you know, one of one of the tours he did was was to Japan, and um, you know it was crazy because all all these, you know, we we, we were playing shows like two thousand people every night, and um, you know we we had like bouncers keeping people back when we were going when we were walking to our tour bus, and um, we started getting all of these Japanese girls who were like in their twenties following us like buying plane tickets on the same planes and booking themselves into the same hotels as us and kind of like stalking all of the boys in the choir who were between 10 and 15 which was a little bit weird but it was I guess my first um, experience of um, you know kind of what we're going through now even though that was actually way more extreme than what we're going through now when you were 15 wasn't that kind of awesome yeah it was totally awesome you know I think when you do anything for a while you kind of you know, and especially in the, you know, when I was 15, I wanted to be in like a band. I wanted to be like badass in some band or something. And I was in this boys choir. And and even though looking back, it was an amazing experience. And I can look at it in that way. At the time, I was just like, oh, man, why do I have to be singing classical music every night? So your wife, she's in the band. Is this the most effective way for a touring musician to organize his personal life? For me, it definitely has been. Um, I know that couples being in bands together has been the end you know, has spelled the end for a lot of relationships. You know, we've we've been together for 11 and a half years now. So, you know, I think we have a pretty good idea of, of who we are, you know, at this point. Um, obviously, when we, when we started touring, we had to get to know each other in a completely different context. And we came from this life where, you know, it was just us in our apartment living that life. And I would go to the studio and work, you know, every day or most days. Um, but then we suddenly had to, you know, deal with being in a van with, you know, five other people and now, you know, it's eight or nine different people and, you know, not really having a moment together. You know, we've, we've, we've gone over the hump and everything is really, really good now. And I think we've, our relationship has grown because of that. And Patty absolutely has helped organize the band in so many different ways and has contributed in amazing ways that may not be you know super evident on the surface because i'm kind of the figurehead of the project or whatever but i don't i don't think any of this could have happened without her i'm sure tons of people are dying to know what it's like 
to share your life passion with the person that's your partner in life. Every night on the stage, you're making music together. It's amazing. I've I've really I've really. I've really grown to love it and to appreciate the fact that we, you know, even though it's difficult to be even intimate together on any level on the road, because, you know, if we're sitting in the van and kissing or snogging or something, people are just revolted because we're kind of like the mom and dad figure, I guess, of the band. Um, But, you know, the fact that we get to see so many different places and go to so many different places together and just perform every night, you know, if we do have kids one day, um, which I'm pretty sure we will, you know, we'll have some amazing stories to tell them and it's great. Hey, I'm Jean Grobler from St. Lucia and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. Off the ground, heading for another day. But I keep my head down despite the animals on your face How many times have I said
Hey, I'm Jean-Philippe from St. Lucia, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Closer Than This, Off the Record, Win the Night, by a band called St. Lucia. I've got the man behind the band here in the backstage area. He is... The one person I've interviewed who has a voice nearly as loud as mine. It's been a treat. <laughs> Thank you for being on my show. I would love you to talk a bit about this track. Uh, which track is it? Closer Than This. Yeah, well, Closer Than This is was the first St. Lucia track that I ever wrote. And it was when I was still working as a jingle writer, but I just bought my um, my first polysynth, which is the Dave Smith Prophet, and we still use it today. It was basically the first thing that I played on that keyboard. And um, I just remember playing those chords and with that sound, and it was just like, it just felt so inspiring to me. And it was very different from what I was doing at the time. At the time, I was still kind of making kind of slightly proggy alt-rock, you know, that was quite spacey and so that song had no real context to to exist in even though i liked it and then a few years later when i was um when i was trying to finish the first ep that we released and i had to turn the ep in two days later i had to submit it to be released and out of complete frustration i just looked through my my sort of back catalog of ideas and I think the third idea I opened up was close in this and I was like, oh wow, this is this feels really good and suddenly it just felt alive because the context had changed and basically I re-recorded from scratch the whole thing that evening and then recorded drums the next day, mixed it the next day and that was it. It was probably the easiest St. Lucia song that I've ever written and it just felt really good. When the Night, your debut record, a very solid record. Before you made the record, you've done work in advertising and placing music in television and film. So I'm hoping you can talk about how that kind of work frames your music that you make in St. Lucia. It's a good question. Um, actually, all your questions would be really good. Um, I mean, you know, I... Aw, oh, blush. <laughs> what I'm doing now is always what I've really wanted to do. And um, the whole jingle writing or commercial music job that I did was... It was kind of a means to an end, but it was also an amazing opportunity that, you know, I couldn't really turn down at the time because I... Yeah, so, you know, I, I just finished university music school and I didn't really have any options. My option was kind of... Because it was in Liverpool in England and my option was to sort of move down to London for a couple of years. And through a family connection, um, I started doing some freelance work for this jingle house in New York called The Lodge. And after a few months, they, you know, offered to move myself and Patty to New York. And it was just like, sure, <laughs> I'll do that. And um, so we moved to New York and I did that job full time for about two and a half years. And, um, you know, I think in many ways it was better training than even going to music school because... I just had no idea how to even record anything before I before I started doing that, and I just had to had to learn on the job. And you know, there were so many genres that we had to write in every day that I'd never had any experience in, or even genres that I didn't think that I liked. But um, you know, I took it upon myself when I was given something that I didn't understand to kind of go and try and understand that genre more and understand the production techniques. And let's get down to brass tacks. Maybe talk about a genre that it was hard for you. To get an understanding of well when i when i started doing that job i was very much into indie rock i was like really into block party i was really into interpol i was really into you know those kind of bands and um to me the idea of using a synthesizer was just i had no context for using a synthesizer and it just seemed like why would you use that you know um but because 
these things came up where, you know, we had to make it sound like an electro track or a club track or something like that. I just decided to learn about synthesizers and there was an anal- there were a couple of analog synths lying around the office that no one was using and so I just took them and started playing with them because I was like I might as well just try and use the real thing rather than just using samples. And so through that I I just gradually began to fall in love with synthesizers and not just synthesizers but the idea of using a lot of different musical textures whether it's electronic or acoustic and kind of trying to combine all of those things and a variety of genres into one sort of sound i have to say jean-philippe you are the most animated person i've interviewed for as long as i can remember <laughs> well thank you um i don't know if that's a compliment or it's a compliment so many hand movements <laughs> thank you Hey, I'm Jean-Philippe from St. Lucia, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. I don't know how you do it, but somehow you always will be there. And there's nothing to it, but somehow you always understand. There's no way to wake up now. Too many times I saw you cry.
Hey, I'm Jean-Philippe from St. Lucia, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Elevate off the record When the Night by a band called St. Lucia. I have the man behind the band here in the backstage area of the venue. I'd love it if you could talk a bit about this song. So Elevate was both very easy and incredibly difficult to, to finish. Um, the, the basic form of the song, you know, the, the, the song part of it, the melody, the lyrics, and the, and the chord progression just came very easily. It happened one night. Um, and yeah, so that was very easy. And then um, it took a couple of weeks and I came up with the ending, which is that kind of Miami sound machine kind of vibe that gets a bit funkier than the beginning. But then, you know, ar- arranging it, I kind of went completely overboard with the arrangement. At some point there were 300 or so audio tracks. Um, and so, you know, there came a point where I had to start editing and deciding what to have in the song. And it just, it went through various layers of mixing. My friend, Andy Baldwin, who mixed most of the album, mixed it initially. And I did like 25 different mixes with him. And then Chris Zane did a mix as well. And then finally, Rich Costi um, mixed it. And um, he's an amazing mix engineer. And um, we finally nailed it with him because, you know, I was, I was just, this was like the last chance that I had to mix it. And I was forced to make a decision of what to have when. I just decided to make things a lot more simple than they were. Like, they used to literally be tons of backing vocals at the end, brass everywhere. Just, it was too much stuff, but I just wanted to have everything in there, and that just became difficult in the end. St. Lucia, your music wears its 80s influences on its sleeve. How do you keep the songs contemporary and add something new to what's come before you? I don't really know. Um, I just make the music that, that feels natural to me, but that also challenges me in some way um uh, i'm obviously very influenced by 80s music because that's when i grew up i'm influenced by far more than 80s music but this album just happened to have a pretty heavy 80s influence in it but you know i think just the fact that i also really like a lot of contemporary bands makes what comes out of me have both an element of what's of the 80s and of what's more contemporary so i don't really try or think about it too much it just kind of comes out that way Jean-Philippe, thank you very much for sitting down with me today. I really appreciate it. I'm going to close the show with All Eyes on You. That's from your record, When the Night. I'd love it if you could say a few words about this song as I bring up the music. This song was, I think, was one of the earliest songs that really kind of cemented the St. Lucia aesthetic for me it was inspired by you know the neighborhood that 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 i live in 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 new york there's a lot of um hispanic people and they often you know will be driving down the street listening to um you know their 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 native music whatever whatever it may be you know puerto rican people mexican people variety of different people and i just remember walking down the street one summer and hearing this music blaring out seeing the classic kind of fire hydrant spraying into the street and kids playing and just hearing that rhythm inspired the song and it started out as a very as almost a mariachi kind of song you know it had this rhythm it had a lot of acoustic guitars and, and i hit a dead end with that and then after a few months i tried it again and came came to a kind of different way of doing it, which is a lot more what it is now, which is a lot more kind of 80s. Yeah. All right, we're going to listen to All Eyes on You by St. Lucia off their record, When the Night. Thanks for being on my show. It's a pleasure. Hey, I'm Jean Grobler from St. Lucia, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. I will never take back what's that I said that I will always come back to you 
Even in the meantime, I will always stand by the mirror on the shelf. Call you in the nighttime, call you in the daytime. Canvas up to you.